0: hello this is dr shiva welcome to our podcast get educated or be enslaved episode 766 air date september 3rd 2020 good evening everyone everyone is dr shiva i adore i'm a little bit late i had to actually grab some dinner uh do you want to go live on instagram are you live dylan okay hi everyone in instagram world Good evening. We have some uh, very exciting news, and we're going to talk about uh, the events that took place over the last 24 hours. Um, So the agenda for today, one, is to, first of all, welcome all of you. I haven't done lives in a long time because, as you know, I've been extremely busy. We've been out everywhere. We've actually ran a campaign, unlike the fraudulent people on both other sides, particularly the GOP establishment, um, who basically uh, found a designated loser who the reason he sat back, as we'll talk about is because he didn't need to run a campaign because they committed election fraud and they knew it ahead of time. So we'll be talking about that. The other thing we're going to be talking about is our path forward. Look, there is a difference between simply running for an office or building a revolutionary movement. We are not simply running for office. We are building a revolutionary movement. It just so happens that we happen to be running for office as a vehicle to support the revolutionary movement. The movement for truth, freedom and health, in fact, is going to escalate. We must escalate the movement for truth, freedom and health because it is one of the most dangerous things to the establishment right now. And what we just saw occur in the last 24 hours exposes the fact that the establishment will go to any extent, any extent, including violating the foundations of democracy to do that. Massachusetts, As of yesterday, it was already heading in this direction is has become a third world failed state. You know, the U.S. deep state government will call, you know, Rwanda, you know, they'll call this country, that country, you know, a failed state. Massachusetts is a failed state. It is basically has all the features of a failed state government. You don't need to go to the third world anymore to go to the third world. You simply need to come to Massachusetts. Okay, And that is what. We witnessed yesterday. So what did we witness yesterday? First of all, any of you who've been our supporters, I know there's a lot of people all over this uh, country, the world, and in Massachusetts who know what truth is. You can smell it. You can feel it. You have the instinct for, us, for it. We have close to 3,000 volunteers in Massachusetts who helped us, and we had hundreds of volunteers across the country who helped us making falls, ex- uh, calls, et cetera. What we developed over the last six months of this campaign was we built a revolutionary campaign bottoms up, bottoms up me- meaning that we didn't rely on the fake news media. By the way, I did not give one interview to any of the fake news media. Why? Because they always manipulate the truth. The Boston Globe, which should be out of business, by the way, they're a failing organization, want to do an interview with me multiple times i said no the only way i'll give you an interview is if you apologize for being r- the, 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 uh, racist and in the way that you kept me off the debate stage in 2018 and they acted like they were stupid then they sent another reporter i said you need to do the same thing wbur a organization with an npr they wanted to do an interview we said no we will not do any interviews with any of the fake news media none of them why because they always manipulate things. We will build our movement bottoms up. So what did we see occur? If you go look at our Twitter feed, if you go look at our Facebook feed, if you go look at our Instagram feed, if you go talk to any volunteer of ours who was actually on the ground, and we had very dedicated volunteers, many of you making phone calls, many of you on the ground, there were none, no signs. I never saw in the last six months even one lawn sign or one bumper sticker for this cocksucker. And I call him cock sucker because people were suckered into his initials. KOC, hashtag KOC sucker. Okay, so that's what happened. People were sucked in to him because they were backed by the deep state GOP establishment, which had no interest of ever beating any of the candidates, as I've talked about. And their entire goal was to keep us out. That's what they did. So what did we see on the ground? Everywhere we went. Consistently, people said, I'm going to vote for Shiva. I'm going to vote for Shiva. Dr. Shiva, I love your campaign. Dr. Shiva, we see you as our warrior. Everywhere we went, whether it was in Worcester, whether it was in Springfield, whether it was in Irving, whether it was in Plymouth, whether it was in Bourne, whether it was in Averill, Cambridge, etc., people would come to us in droves. People felt this was going to be a landslide election. All of our volunteers said the same thing. In fact, voters who were going to vote said, I never heard of this guy. They didn't even know who this guy was. He wasn't out there campaigning at all. And the reason he wasn't out there campaigning was he didn't need to campaign. Okay. When you connect the dots. So that's the background. You don't have to be, you don't have to do all the mathematics as I'm going to share with you. But the tacit information on the ground was anyone who was on the ground knew that this guy was not doing any campaign because they do top down and their entire movement is top down. That's why where we are at this point in American history, this is no different than the Chinese Communist Party or the Soviet uh, Union's modern Communist Party running an organization. They simply have their candidate. They'll run some campaign. And by the way, when they do their votes, they make it seem so extreme. 60, 40, 80, 20 even if there was a legitimate candidate. And that's what you saw. So let's go to the math. Um, You know, I do math. I'm like an Olympian of mathematics. You don't get four degrees from MIT. You don't get into MIT without being really good at math. So I also used to teach math. I've taught courses at MIT, but I know how to make things simple. Many of you know that I can take a complex topic and make it simple. So I'm going to make it simple for you. Write down this number if you have a pen and a paper. In 2018, in Massachusetts, in the primary elections, so which means in the primary election of 2018, about 260,000 people voted. 260,000, okay? Two, six, zero, comma, zero, zero, zero. That's how many people voted. And I urge people on your own, go do your own research. In this election cycle, in Massachusetts, there were mail-in ballots allowed, which means people could order a mail-in ballot and vote from home. And in every state, when mail-in ballots were implemented, which means people could vote from home, they didn't physically have to walk down to the polls. Guess what? There was a minimum of an increase of 25% increase in the number of votes. And that makes sense, right? It's common sense. If you can vote home by mail, it's easier. So people who typically didn't vote would vote. So in this case, when you look at around two hundred sixty thousand and you roughly take, you know, twenty five percent of that, it comes to, let's say, about seventy thousand additional votes, seventy, maybe even eight, let's say seventy, eighty thousand votes. So in my estimate, I knew that in Massachusetts there was going to be at least around three hundred thirty to three hundred forty thousand votes and potentially about three hundred sixty thousand votes, because in some states they saw thirty thirty five percent increase. So if you take thirty, percent that average, we're looking at based on even conservative estimates, there should have been around 360,000 people voting in the Republican primary in 2020, because in the Republican primary in 2018, there were 200 about 60,000 people. So 260,000 people in 218 based on the national averages of the boosting of number of voters because of mail-in voting we predicted there would be around 360,000 voters. So that's number one. So based on that, and by the way, we're being very transparent, the spies who are listening, you can listen on it too. But based on the 360,000 votes, we said, okay, in order to win this election, right? Because you need 51%, we would need around uh, 360,000 divided by two is what? 180,000 votes. Let's say we add another couple of thousand for a margin. Okay, so we would need about uh, 200,000 votes to win. Okay, that was my estimate. Now, in campaign science or campaign physics, in order to get 200,000 votes, you don't have the opportunity to speak to all 200,000 voters. So it's typically what's called the 10 to 1 rule. You want to get at least 10 percent of those 200,000 people pledging, agreeing in writing in some form, acknowledging to you. Yes, Dr. Shiva, I'm going to vote for you, which means mean around 20,000 people. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. So our campaign, we took all of your generous donations. By the way, this other fool didn't even raise any money. Okay, we took because of the power of our message. All of you were so excited, inspired. We raised close to, you know, on cash. I put in um, some of my services and in kind. uh, Anytime I put in my software, I had to value that. But we raised close to around $700,000, $800,000, $750,000 from all of your collective donations. People gave us $1, $5. We have stacks of probably 20,000 donations. By the way, just to make it very clear, not one person was paid on this campaign. I wasn't paid. No one was paid. It's quite extraordinary. The other fool had two paid staffers, as we understand. Okay? We don't know why, but no one was paid on this campaign. Everyone, working people, working people worked on this campaign. People sometimes took off their job on Fridays. People gave of their lives, their labor. And what was really taken away from us was our labor. They stole our labor and that's what they do to all of us. They steal our labor. And you saw that in this election. So those people worked on this campaign, gave it because they loved our campaign and they love you. You love them and it was done out of pure love and dedication. And that's what people felt, and that's why everyone knew this was going to be a landslide in our favor. So 20,000 people, we knew we had to make sure. Now, we reached a lot of people. We took out 14, I think, 12 billboards all over Massachusetts. We had TV ads. We put about a quarter of a million to 400,000 of your amazing donation to that. This guy had nothing, nothing. Tens of millions of eyeballs saw those views. We were known all over, at least 95% name brand visibility. Now I ran in 2018 and maybe I had about 40% visibility. I was a new candidate. And in 2018, I ran in the general elections. We got about 91,000 votes. Okay. And I wasn't that well-known in Massachusetts. Well, this time pretty much everyone knows Dr. Shiva, the MIT PhD who's running for Senate who stands for truth, freedom and health. You would think I'd get more than uh, north of hundred thousand votes. Okay, well, we only got 100,000 votes this time, so let's work the math. Our goal was to get 20,000 people committed to vote for us. We worked our butts off to do that. We had volunteers across the country making calls for us. Hundreds of volunteers signed up. At any point, we had 20, 30, 40 volunteers. We pounded out hundreds of thousands, millions of calls to people. People worked day and night to do that. We knew... By day before, we had at least 21,000 people bona fide pledged, which means you apply the 10x factor for everyone who you know are coming. There's probably another 10 people are going to vote for us. So we knew we had easily 200,000 votes. Yesterday, I knew I had won this election. I kept it tight. I don't want to jinx myself. We knew we won this election. Well, within minutes of the election, starting with only 1% of the precincts, it's showing 60-40, the doofus. And compared to me. And that number didn't change. Whether it was an all black, pretty much an all black neighborhood or Hispanic neighborhood like Lawrence, this pasty faced rich white boy got 60% there and 40% there. Unbelievable. The guy didn't even campaign in Lawrence. I was there. And Brockton, the black neighborhood's pasty faced rich white faced boy, I have to say that because he's a rich boy who never worked a day in his life. He got 60, 40 in Brockton. And he got same 60, 40 uh, in all the, you know, very elite, you know, Republican towns, the rhino towns. How's that possible? Impossible. When you look at the numbers, if you apply the 25% rule, it should be around 360,000 votes. Well, what was the number of votes? The total number of votes as of now is 260,000 votes. The same number of votes as in 2018. When in nearly every other state, there is a 25 to 30% boost. 100,000 votes have been thrown away in this election. It's so obvious. The math is so clear. And the reason we know that was because about a week ago, we did a poll. We did a poll to 140,000 of the voters. By the way, we have all the voting records. 140,000 voters who we knew would definitely be voting. Let's round it up to 150,000 voters. 150,000 voters we know would be voting in a primary. Remember what I said, most people don't vote in primaries because they keep it hidden. That's how they control the playoffs so people don't vote in the generals. We knew 150,000 people who definitively vote. In fact, we sent them out mailers, we spent money on them, putting out beautiful brochures to them. But out of those 150,000 voters, we did a poll into them, multiple polls, 66% of them, said they were going to vote for me only 18% for the fool. And there were, so let's round it up to 65% or, uh, to, and let's even give the guy 20%. Okay. That means a remaining 15% roughly were undecided votes. Okay. So we knew we had to win those undecided, but when we finished that process, we knew 65% of that core of 150,000 were going to vote for us. So even if you give this fool, okay, 20 or 30% of that, he got 50,000 of those fanatic voters. We got the other 100,000, okay? Now, there were another 100,000 voters who typically vote primaries, and those were the rhinos. You give him that, so he got 150,000. I know I got 100, even of that hardcore group, but we also knew we had another 100,000 voters coming in. If you talk to most people in our campaign, our campaign brought in people who typically don't vote in primaries. That's the hundred thousand. We have data showing that confirmation, showing that. So hundred plus a hundred is 200,000. So I knew for a fact, we definitively had 200,000 votes at best. He was going to get maybe 160,000 votes. And if you look at the numbers, he got about 160,000 votes. I got a hundred. There's a hundred thousand votes missing. There's a hundred thousand votes simply missing. And the the story gets even more interesting when you find out that the Secretary of State, who's a completely corrupt guy, has been there 40 years, the day before this election, he says, oh, you know, there's the Democrats did mail-in ballots, which the president has been talking about are very fraudulent, about 768,000 votes. They'd gotten 780,000 votes mail-in, but they only had gotten 88,000 Republican votes. That's a 10 to one ratio unheard of when you looked at any of the other states. So I knew something was up. I knew the fix was in and I didn't know how they were going to execute the cheating. And he only said maximum 150,000 Republicans are going to vote. Doesn't make any sense. Nearly 210,000 less than I would predicted. And so what you see that took place was, in fact, in our estimates, 360,000 people voted. The 150 he got were the rhinos and a portion of the fake Trumpers he convinced this guy's not uh, a Trumper he gave money to Ed Markey he started a George Floyd uh he gave money to Floyd for that whole BLM thing he did that so they characterized me as a Black Lives Matter guy which is unbelievable because we were at the Boston free speech rally two years ago holding up a sign that said Black Lives do matter we don't support BLM and that was to say, yes, black lives do matter, like all of our lives matter. So that's what they did. They stole and burned 100000 votes, period, because you talk. Anyone can interview maybe, uh, any one of our volunteers. Every town we went to, there was none of his signs. He wasn't there. Was he there? Nope. Dylan? Nope. Can't, Dylan was out there day and night. You can talk to this guy was nowhere to be found. This is like the Communist Party. Pulling off the biggest fraud, they have their Manchurian fool, and that's what they did. So that's what happened. That's what happened. What we witnessed today was completely, completely one of the worst kinds of fraud, worst kinds of fraud that has ever taken place in the in in the modern history of the United States. Total voter fraud, and all of this was brought to you by Charlie Baker. Remember what I've tried to educate people on. Number one, they don't want people to vote in primaries. Number two, the Democrats and the Republicans are in collusion. Charlie Baker gets to be the Republican governor. He wants to, he wants to run for president. He's a fool. His son molested a woman on an airplane. He got away. He endorsed. You're not supposed to do this because he's part of the GOP. He endorsed this fool. I'm going to call him the fool because that's the name he deserves, right? He's a fool. You hear him talk. My name is Kevin. I have a daughter. I is a fool. Okay. so they find fools because they need Muppets. So Baker endorsed this guy and another clown who acts like he's a Trumper, Howie Carr, who runs and takes pictures of Trump, a complete fraud, also endorsed him. So Howie Carr says he's a Trumper. You got Baker who hates Trump endorsing him. So they hit us from both sides. Okay. So Baker is the one who wants to be the governor. Markey, who's a current existing senator, also got an endorsement from Elizabeth Warren, who's a current sitting senator. Okay, and this guy, this fool gave money to Markey and voted for him. You get it all? Everyone getting this? It's one party against us who want truth, freedom and health. And remember, our campaign was going head on head against big pharma and forced vaccinations. We have 250 people show up within 12 hours, i notice 24 hours at the Boston Common. We did a tour, 250 people, working people showed up. Working people, typically when working people come, not students, it's quite significant for a no forced vaccinations innovation rally in Chicopee, a small town. 250 people show up at a drop,s And wherever we went, people after people showed up. No one had heard of this fool. I just talked to a state trooper, a very, very man of high integrity. He goes, Shiva, we didn't even know who this fool was. No one knew him. And that's the most important point. No one on the ground knew him. They stole 100,000 votes. Okay. So that's what I want to get everyone clear on. All right. They stole votes, period. And as Anu says, oops, Let's. Um, someone just said something here. Uh, where was she? There she goes. Yes. As anu says, we will keep spreading the word. Let's go at more signs everywhere. So what are we going to do? OK, here's what we're going to do. This is now the beginning of not just a movement for truth, freedom and health. This is now a revolution. This is a revolution now. And a revolution means that you have revolutionaries who understand the electoral process is completely rigged, like a third world. That's what we have, they stole our votes. But we're not gonna stop. We're gonna now move forward and escalate this movement to a write-in campaign. A write-in campaign means we're completely free of both of these scumbag parties, Democrat and Republican. They work together, they're one party in Massachusetts. We're gonna do what's called a write-in campaign. What does a write-in campaign mean? Which means when you go to the ballot booth, you don't have to vote for doofus one or doofus two. Doofus one, doofus two, that's what they deserve to be called. You can write in Dr. Shiva or Shiva Ayadure and you put my address. There's a very particular way you have to do a write-in campaign. It can also be what's called a sticker campaign. I can give someone a sticker. I can mail them a set of stickers, which means you can peel off that sticker. When you go to the b- ballot, you can paste it. And on that sticker will be Shiva Ayadure, which is my official name. and then. The address that I live in. We are going to we're going to do a full-blown sticker campaign. And given, look, these people have no support. They do top-down. We're going to do a bottoms-up movement, a bottoms-up sticker campaign, write-in movement across Massachusetts. And to give you the numbers there, in a general election in November 3rd, around 3.2 million people will vote. What we need to do is we need about 1.1 million votes to win. Well, the good news is there's a lot of people who came to our campaign, at least 60% of the, the votes that they burned, the votes that they threw away were about 100,000 of those people who never voted in primaries. And we know those people, a lot of people came to our campaign and said, I never voted in a primary. I never put up a lawn sign. That's what we call dark matter. Not color, but dark matter of people who, Are engaged, and you know who you are. You got engaged because you love the principles of this campaign. So we're going to pull in that dark matter, and those people are not Republicans. They're not Democrats. They're working people who've never who who are registered to vote, but they never had a real candidate. And those people were going to get out to vote in droves, and that's where I need your help. As all of you know, this movement for truth, freedom, and health is a revolutionary movement, and what we're going to do is we're going to use this movement to push it forward, So, because we have right now created amazing infrastructure. We could win, um, we could teach everyone this uh, the, the, the infrastructure we built across this country, because right now one of the biggest issues that's going on, and this is why they found a fool to oppose us, and this is why they all got together and they burned our 100,000 votes, is because we're going against forced vaccinations. As you know, starting back in March, I was the one who started attacking Fauci. We know this entire fear-mongering hoax of the coronavirus has a multiple purpose. One is to squeeze working people and to enslave us working people. These fools do not work. Doofus one and doofus two do not work. You and I work. They want to squeeze working people. And they want to squeeze them in two ways. First, control us. Wear masks. Do this. Don't do this. Shut down your businesses. And then... They also want to squeeze us by profiting from that fear, by making sure we all get force vaccinated. That's what this is about. The flu shot that they are forcing our kids on. By the way, the flu shot is freaking ineffective. It doesn't work. It does not work. Maybe, maybe when they manipulate the numbers, maybe for 20 percent. OK, maybe. But this is about. Force vaccinating us because that is about a seven trillion dollar market. First, they do the flu, then they'll do the covid, then they'll do hepatitis, all down the line. And the people that they're forced vaccinating, the children is where they're going to start. But if you're a nurse, if you're a fireman, if you're a worker, if you're working anyone's home, they're going to force vaccinate working people. And I'm also here to announce we're going to build a revolutionary union, not the stupid unions. Look, A lot of people belong to these unions because they give them benefits. Those unions do nothing. But we're going to build a revolutionary union as a part of the movement for truth, freedom and health, which means nurses, electricians, policemen. We're going to anyone who works, network engineers, we're going to start uniting. And if anyone tries to force vaccinate us, we will together do work stoppages. We will shut down institutions and places because and that's a revolutionary movement. We're not begging anymore. This movement for truth, freedom, and health, this write-in campaign is just the tip of the spear. It's to bring all of us together here in Massachusetts and beyond. So I need everyone's help. So everyone, you know, we need to probably raise a little bit of money, okay, because we have to do mailers. So I'm going to start asking people, um, there's some FEC rules. We have to talk to our lawyers, but in the next two to three days, we're going to ask for about a million people, one million people, because we're going to have to get about 1.2 million votes. So for 1.2 million people, we're going to probably need, because for mailers, calls, et cetera, probably about 10 bucks. So we're going to ask about a million people. We want to raise about five to 10 bucks. With that money, we will plow it into TV, radio, et cetera. No one's ever done a write-in campaign like this. Typically, it's some small people. We're going to do an intense write-in campaign to not only move towards winning this election, but to galvanize a revolutionary movement. At every time they do dirty deeds like this, we will expose them and expose them. And we're going to awaken more and more people. That's what this is about. This is about awakening and enlightening people to be the light. And we're not going to stop that because we have thousands of volunteers. We have a lot of people really pissed off and angry. We don't leave just because they stole from us. We escalate. That's what warriors do. That's what we're doing. That's what that's what we need to take these people out, as people are saying, we need to go get them. We need to destroy the establishment. These people steal from us. They are not working people. These people are scumbags. They are the lawyers we've talked about. They just stole an election from us. And this is what used to occur in third world countries. Massachusetts is a third world failed state. What's another example of it being third world? It's got the worst infrastructure, crumbling roads, bridges you have Methadone Mile in Boston, you actually have a place where they cage people and people are shooting themselves up and taking methadone, all right? I've never seen anything like this. You know, 50, 40 years ago, I when I grew up in India, you had slums and things like that, you'd see the disparities, that's all happening here now. This country is becoming, or has become a third world nation, and that's what we just saw. We have nothing to lose but our chains, that's the truth. Working people must unite now and the movement for truth, freedom and health is going to escalate to become a revolutionary movement, a revolution to unite working people, working people. We must unite if they start vaccinating. I have a lot of nurses saying they're going to vaccinate me, Dr. Shiva. what should we do? I said, you got to build a movement. Well, this is going to be the movement. They start force vaccinating us. Well, maybe that hospital may get shut down because no plumbers and electricians may show up. What do you think, Dylan? Maybe that's what'll happen. Maybe if they attack you know, some, some other people, maybe they won't get services that they need. Maybe these people, these governors, maybe their lawns don't get landscaped, right? Because they're gonna force vaccinate us. Working people should do this because they sure ain't working. They steal elections. They just stole our labor. All those people put lawn signs. They steal our labor. And they think that's okay, that we're the peasants and they're the aristocracy. No freaking way. No more. No more. They forced us into this. We gave them a shot. We did everything legally. We put up signs. We bought their advertising. This fool did nothing. And they stole 100,000 votes. And that's the only way they can win. So we're going to escalate this movement. So in Massachusetts here, we we will start announcing in a couple of days that we need people's help. Jen, can you put up that? However, between now and then, we I have put up a link. Jen, can you put up that link, please? Let me see. Jen uh, has that link. Let me put it away. There's a link that we have called shivaforsenate.com. Jen can slash I voted for Dr. Shiva. You can see it. I dash voted dash for Dr. Shiva, we'll put up a link on the front page. If you voted for me, please click there and fill out your information. We're creating an affidavit now because we wanna have have evidentiary material for a class action lawsuit. We will do that in the courts, but between now and November 3rd, we're gonna take on both of these scumbags and we are gonna do a write-in campaign, which is legally allowed, So everyone out there, when I put up that donate button out there, please donate whatever you can. And By the way, remember, anyone who donates to the campaign, we don't need a lot of money, just five or ten from a lot of people. We want a lot of people across this country doing it. That will sponsor us to be able to send out these mailers with the write in stickers, make phone calls to make sure people vote. One point two million people. We need to put the fear of God into these people. And I'll tell you this. Once we get that number of people voting, we become a political force, not only in Massachusetts, but across this country. And that's what we need. We need political power to fight their power, profit, and control for truth, freedom, and health. Next weekend, we will be hosting, and we'll we'll make sure the weather's good, a massive rally. Whether it's rain or shine, we'll still do it. You know us. In the Boston Common, I want tens of thousands of people out there no forced vaccinations in the Boston Common, in the Parkman Bandstand, we will have working people, police, firemen, nurse, all of you must join us because the issue of no forced vaccination is a viola- It First of all, it's a violation of freedom because big tech doesn't want us to talk about vaccines. Every time we put up stuff saying vitamin D3 is good, big tech, Zuckerberg, take it down. So big tech was behind stealing our votes. Then it's against big academia. They were behind stealing our votes. And it's against big pharma, big tech, big pharma, big academia, violators of truth, freedom and health. We escalate this movement. But I can tell you that working people, the tip of the spear of this movement is engaging working people. That's what we need to do. We need to win this movement, but do not have any illusions about their cheating. We could write in stuff. They could burn our ballots. But you know what we're going to do this time? When we write in our ballots, we're going to take pictures and we're going to have a website we're going to have where everyone can start posting what they that they actually voted. They put their sticker in. That's what we're going to do. But we cannot give up this fight. We need to escalate, escalate, escalate the movement. That's what we need to do. We need to destroy these guys. They're cheaters. They're liars. And they're destroying this country. They want to make robots of us all. Yes. Yes. So we cannot donate right now because there's an FEC rule after the primary. uh, We will be we will start the donation process uh, tomorrow night. I'll figure out what the right legal things are. There's some uh, legal rules around that. So I'll get back to everyone. But today's meeting was to let everyone know no one should be heartbroken. No one should be upset. No one should be saddened. Everyone should. If anything, the emotion should be anger and the emotion should be elation. Happiness. You know why? Because of our movement. They were so scared. Their only option was to throw away our ballots. That's how these scumbags are. They cheaters, cheaters, cheaters. And the only way to fight them is we as working people. Remember, we do labor. We're the ones who write their software. We're the ones who run their networks. We're the ones who take care of the ill. We do the work. Megan King says, I voted for Shiva. So go. Go, Megan, go fill up that that form because we want to have a account of all those people. They're only saying one hundred thousand people voted for me. Uh, uh-uh. No way. At least two hundred thousand people did per our records alone, probably more. So we need to document that, have a list of that as a part of our lawsuit. In addition to that, our write in campaign that's happening. And the third piece we're going to do is on the ground, massive protest to stop forced vaccinations on the Boston Common. Those are the three things. Between now and November 3rd, we're gonna have revolutionary protests to stop forced vaccinations, number one. Number two, the write-in campaign. Tell all your friends you know in Massachusetts, Dr. Shiva is coming after the establishment. We are coming after the establishment. We write in, we're gonna take pictures this time. I mean, isn't it incredible? Isn't it incredible that when you vote, you don't even get a receipt. You go to 7-Eleven, you buy a, you know, bottle of water, you get a receipt. (laughs) This is unbelievable. And even in third, quote unquote, third world countries, they take your thumbprint, you have to have a voter ID. In America, they don't even, I went to vote. There's no, they don't check anything. All I had to say was I live here. Oh, okay. They don't even ask I live there. They don't give me a receipt. Unbelievable, they've set this up for fraud. Please wake up. The entire electoral process is designed for fraud. That's what we just witnessed. A fool, a bloody fool, a moron whose website was called cock. That was his marketing. That's how smart he is. And he suckered, we shouldn't allow anyone to be suckered by KOC, cock, cock suckers. So I hate to say that, no cock suckers, meaning sucker. It's a double entendre. You can take it whatever way you want. But no, I mean let me put it up here. I'm gonna put it up here. No hashtag cock sucker. Okay. There we go. All right. We have to be lewd to these people. They don't deserve our good words. They don't deserve our words of diplomacy. These people deserve the most virulent, vehement words against them. That's right. No cock sucker. No cock sucker. So we have to tell people: anyone who votes for this fool, you're being a sucker. Not the physical, you know, thing, but you know more. Don't be a cocksucker. Exactly. No one heard of this cocksucker. So we have to tell our good friends, if you vote for this fool, you're being a cocksucker. Okay. And real Republicans are not cocksuckers. Now, when it comes to this other fool, Markey, okay, this guy claims he's for the new Green Deal. Ed Markey, the new Green Deal. Well, I'm sorry, we're going to expose him, too. He's not for the environment. For 57 years, if he's been fighting for the environment, how come Monsanto is still around? How come Monsanto is not out of business? Okay? Why is Monsanto not out of business? Someone said Facebook stopped your video. Is that true? Jen, check it. Um, But anyway, you don't have to do that. But the bottom line is we, we're, we're dealing with doofus one and doofus two doofus two malarkey as he's known has been in the senate for 47 years a friend of elizabeth warren's his he's he's with the other aoc they want to stop climate change well the bottom line is they all voted for the paris accords which allows china to double its pollution china is allowed to double its pollution because of the paris accords that is nothing and that's what markey voted for Markey also, he's been in uh, the Senate and Congress for 47 years. He claims he's for black lives. Well, the situation of black people in Massachusetts, the net worth of a black person in Boston is eight bucks, $8, while their white counterparts are $257,000. Here's our slogan. Here's our slogan. Okay. Here's our slogan that you're going to hear. Our lives matter. Our lives matter, not black lives, not all lives. Our lives matter. When we say our lives matter, that means if you want to support truth, freedom and health, our lives matter, our meaning our working people lives. So, you know, when people said all lives matter, they could get away with that. I mean, they would attack that as racist. But you know what? Our lives matter, which means black lives do matter. White lives do matter. Chinese lives do matter. Nurses lives matters. Firemen lives matter. Police lives matter. The movement for truth, freedom, and health is about our lives. Working people's lives matter. That's what this movement is about. We're going to escalate this movement and we're going to destroy the establishment. That's what this is about. And we're going to do it with working people. Police, fire, nurses, doctors, engineers, landscapers, waitresses, people who work. If you don't work and you're a thug or if you're part of the elite and you're a lawyer, fuck you. Okay? You don't work. You don't freaking work. You steal from us. That's the attitude we have to have. It's not going to be a nice movement for them anymore. We're not going to be diplomatic. We're going to call them what they are. Our lives matter. And those people want to support a cocksucker. Go do that because you're going to basically be a cocksucker. You're going to be a sucker. Like, you know, remember the old cartoons, you know, sucking the lollipops for a guy who's promoted himself as a cock. Okay. That's what it's about. So we have to be among ourselves. We will be diplomatic. We will support us. We will be kind, but they are our enemies and we do not treat our enemies kindly because they steal, they cheat, they lie. And we must take them down and we're going to build a revolution. We're going to escalate this movement. No forced vaccinations. Our lives matter. Truth, freedom and health beyond black and white, beyond left and right. Our lives matter. That's it. We have it distilled. We have a powerful message. Now we go execute. And I need all of you out there to help. You know that we didn't take one cent. No one got paid in this campaign. Every money that came, we put it into an ad. We put it into this. Okay. Someone said NYS needs to support truth, freedom and health because NYC is a wasteland, third world country. I'm telling you, I've said it over and over and over again. Twenty twenty is going to be the decision point. So we cannot be waiting around. We cannot be complaining. We cannot be saddened anymore. We must escalate this movement for truth, freedom, and health because our lives matter. Our lives. Anyway, thank you, everyone. Let me see if there's any questions. And tomorrow I'll be back. We'll have things set up uh, for people to support the campaign, for people to tell other people to support the campaign. But remember, every one of you out there, we actually work. They don't work. They don't freaking work. You saw it right here. This guy didn't work. He wasn't out there. I didn't see one lawn sign, one bumper sticker. We had at least 10,000 lawn signs and bumper stickers. Dylan here, who's shooting the Instagram, Dylan drove all the way from Illinois, right, Dylan? He did to support this campaign. And why did you come, Dylan? What motivated you? Uh, Your message is very powerful. Right. Well, I think Dylan was moved and I'll leave everyone on this. Okay. Because a lot of people, when they saw this message, this video were moved to tears. I got amazing you know, emails from people because our message is one of absolute freaking truth. Okay? Their message is about lies, lies, lies. And the message that moved you, Dylan, I think it was this video that I did, right? right. I'm going to play people this video because this is a message, not of just me, but for all of us. And it's time we, for, we remember who we are and where we all came from because this is my my journey is your journey who would have ever thought i'd be running for united states senate i was born a low caste untouchable in india's caste system a system of aristocracy oppression and racism my name is dr shiva Ayadure. i'm an mit phd a fulbright scholar a scientist entrepreneur and inventor My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working-class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are black, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion, in America or India. To have us fighting each other while they were safe in their gated communities with their lawyers by their side. I'm a fighter. I fought racism, exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed in 2016. Americans rose up against the establishment. We remembered we had all left the world of injustice to come to America to make a better life. We realized lawyers, academics, and politicians, elites, Clintons, Romneys, Kennedys, Obamas, Bushes, black and white, had hijacked America. They gave bailouts to their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism, dividing black and white, killing us, fear-mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air food and water pushing drugs upon us making us sicker we've been sold out one set of rules for them another for us we deserve a warrior with a history of courage who will put everything on the line for you it's time to fight and win back america that's why i'm running for u.s senate this race is about truth freedom and health versus power profit and control we've had enough they think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers who get them off crimes they never can represent us what america needs is digital rights we need citizen science we need real health with no middlemen we don't have time we must do it now we don't need them we need us to go bottoms up neighbor to neighbor my journey your journey are all the same it's our time it's time we add one of us it's time we make america great for all of us vote for so there you go We don't wanna talk about the Republican primary because now we're going to the generals, but that's what this movement's about. This is about us. This is about us winning truth, freedom, and health. And that's what we're gonna do. And we're not gonna compromise and we must become ferocious warriors. We cannot be nice to these people. They're crooks, they're crooks, they're crooks. They're cocksuckers, okay? That's what they are. And I don't mean that in some negative sexual term. I mean that with the vehemence of who they are. That's who they are. They're malarkey's and we need to tell people, look at his name, you know, names reflect who they are. That's right, we will stand up. We are not gonna give up. We're gonna escalate, okay? We will escalate this movement and we already won. We won a major victory. That's why they had to cheat. And every time we move forward, it's a victory. It's not a loss, it's a victory. We had a major victory in the last 24 hours and their way to fight that victory is to cheat. Okay. And when they cheat, we expose them. That's another victory. We bring more people in. That's another victory because every time they cheat us, they expose who they are. And we have an opportunity to break down people's illusions and take away their rose colored glasses because people need to stop rationalizing bad behavior. They should stop rationalizing, whether it be the behavior of the obvious establishment or the not so obvious establishment like the Kennedys. And that's what this movement's about. It's about truth, freedom and health. And we will be uncompromising, uncompromising, not one inch. Thank you, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow night. Be the light. And we will win this fight. Thank you.